Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. On episode 146, I'm joined by Beth Jarrett and Tyler, where we discuss a film celebrating its 25th anniversary, Clueless. You can find the Morning Geekdom on all social media platforms, Instagram at the Morning Geekdom, Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. You can also leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Let's get into it. Hope you enjoy it. So, okay, like right now, for example, the Hadians need to come to America. But some people are all, what about the strain on our resources? And it's like when I had this garden party for my father's birthday, right? People came that like did not RSVP. So I was like totally bugging. I had to haul ass to the kitchen, squish in extra place settings, and like people were on mismatched chairs and all. But by the end of the day, it was like the more the merrier. And so if the government could just get to the kitchen, rearrange some things, we could certainly party with the Hadians. Wow. You guys talk like grown-ups. Oh, well, this is a really good school. All right, Tyler. Uh, you have said that you don't like to rewatch movies that you've loved because of this podcast, because of how you feel about them after you've rewatched them. So let me ask you this question. Is Clueless a good movie? It's a great movie. Still. I was worried because you'd said something before we agreed to this podcast yeah. that that uh, you weren't sure, you didn't think it really held up as much. And mm-hmm. I, so I went into it with kind of a glass half empty approach and a mindset and then you know at the end i was just like this is so fucking good and it holds up and it's it's fantastic it is okay all right yeah i'm not agreeing with you i'm just i'm just reiterating what you're saying yep jared what do you think i think it's the best alicia silverstone movie (laughs) (laughs) what what are some other alicia silverstone movies uh there was crush as we Mm -hmm. all remember before this right Um, probably around the same time Okay. The only, and the only reason I remember Crush is because I got pulled into a focus group to be asked about the trailer when I was at the mall when I was like 15 or something like that. <laughs> that seems weird. Oh, it was very weird. I can't believe some stranger walked up to me mall and was like, would you like to come with me? And I was like, sure. That sounds like a great idea. Let's go, adult. <laughs> then we went to a back room in the mall and watched the trailer for Crush. Is this movie like it was Crush even in your demo at that point? 15 year old? Are you? Was that not like an R? It was probably an R. Uh, PG-13, yeah, probably. Maybe PG-13, although, I don't know, it could have been R. Who knows? All right. So it's the best Alicia Silverstone movie. Silverstone movie, great, yes. <laughs> Beth, do I ask? <laughs> do you need to ask? <laughs> All right. No, of course it's good. And I'm really glad, like, Tyler still thinks it's good because I was worried. I almost, like, I had a conversation with Jared a little while back before, after we agreed to do this podcast, but... Yeah. After that little conversation with Tyler saying he wasn't sure because he didn't know if it was going to hold up. And I was like, I don't want to do this podcast if it's just going to be shit on because why can't we just still like stuff for even if it doesn't hold up? Can't we still just enjoy it for what it was back then? Well, no, that's hard to do. I know. I understand. But I just I wish we could. (laughs) Well, I'm so excited that at least Beth and Tyler liked this movie (laughs) because I'm going to need some help. Because it was, I got I got a hard time with like most watchable scene. A lot of stuff I don't have anything for because I fucking did not have fun watching this movie huh. recently, like at all, at all, at all. So I'm so excited that you guys are here to uh, to kind of guide us through. Happy to help. <laughs> Beth's like also, you mother- I- Beth's like you motherfucker. <laughs> I gotta go, guys. <laughs> no, but also I like this movie. Like, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm not shitting on it at all. At all, it holds up. It holds up better than you think. I think the movie has some moments that are still really fun. 
But I think overall, um, I just have some problems with, I think, Cher specifically. And when she's the, you know, she's the protagonist, the whole movie, that ends up being a problem when you really don't like the star of the movie or the main character. But it has a lot of funny supporting characters, a lot of characters I liked that are supporting. Is, so. is this the funniest and best movie about incest and statutory rape that you've ever seen? Man, I got some questions about that, Tyler. <laughs> mm. Some serious questions about that. What's more egregious, the statutory rape or the actual attempt on the date rape? Um, mm. The one is very unwelcome, right? so I would say that one. Okay. Yeah, I agree. And are we are we sure that Paul Rudd is in is is an adult and he's not just a uh, a big brain and he's in college at like seventeen? Are we sure? That's, that's a possibility. I mean, it's never they've never said. I refuse to believe Paul Rudd um, would do anything of the sort. He's a national treasure. That's true. Mm. Jarrett, mm. <laughs> <laughs> how does no, everybody? I, mean, f- I, I was about to say like I mean sh- sure maybe it's creepy but it's Paul Rudd. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, how does everybody feel about this movie being 25? That's crazy. Ugh. Did anybody see this in the theater? I know I, I remember seeing it in the theater. I was uh, 15, I think, ish. Yeah. Tyler? I, yeah, I saw it in the theater. Okay. Beth? I don't remember if I did. I don't have that memory. And Jared, I, I got to yeah, imagine I, you did. I saw it in the theater, yes. It was a big deal. Yeah. It, it was a big deal. And then when you look at the amount of money it made... And, you know, we'll talk about it after I give the synopsis, after I stumble through maybe the worst synopsis I've read. We'll talk about how much money it made, but it didn't make a ton of money. And I just remember this movie being a kind of was a, a huge deal when it came out. Or maybe it was just a big deal for us at that time. I don't think this was, you know, adults were really going to see this movie. No, nah, but definitely right in our wheelhouse. I think all four of us. Yeah. You know, it's right in our demo. For sure. For sure. All right, so 95. You want me to hit you guys with the the worst synopsis? And I had to go back and check to make sure I didn't, when I copy and pasted it, I didn't miss <laughs> something. Because I felt like, and I just missed a period. That was it. So here we go. This is right off IMDb. Shallow, rich, and socially successful Cher is at the top of her Beverly Hills High School's pecking scale. Seeing herself as a matchmaker, Cher coaxes two teachers into dating each other. <laughs> No, it's not. Pull it up, bro. What? IMDb, pull it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is not scale, what this that, movie that, is about. That leads me to believe it's written by someone from England. Pecking scale, I mean, those fucking British people don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> is that is that what this movie's about? No. For I mean, like 12 minutes. I didn't, yeah. even remember, I didn't even remember that she set up two teachers until I just rewatched it. <laughs> I remember it obviously, but rewatching it is when I realized how minimal of a storyline that part actually was. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. I, I didn't, I didn't even remember Wallace Shaw was in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hall, man, come on. I hey, I got it now that I just rewatched it. But you guys, you could have asked me when Tyler and I did the Princess Bride uh, seven minute review. You could have asked me what else he's in, and I couldn't have given you another movie besides Toy Story. <laughs> All right. Worst, Jared, is that the worst synopsis you've heard on this podcast? I mean, of all the weird subplots to pick up, I mean, you could have been like, at the top of her pecking order, she hooks up with her older brother who may or not, not be inappropriately older. Like, that's more of a, that's a bigger plot line than the two teachers. I like that they set it up right at almost the beginning of the movie that they have to make, they have to preface the whole thing with, 
he's not really he's not my brother mm-hmm. you know what i'm our saying our parents like, were only married for a parents few years were, yeah like, your guys are divorced he's not really my brother and then right there we should have all known they're gonna fuck mm-hmm. yeah but does he, he still has a room at that house is that where we led to believe uh, it sounds like when they're talking it towards the end of the movie when she's like you should stay for spring break you know you could have your old room or something like that she says mm. And he calls him dad in that first scene you mm-hmm. see him. So he's She's like, he's not your dad. Still, yeah. Yeah. But then at the end, he calls it, towards the end, he calls him Mel. Yeah, yeah. Like they're trying to like make it less creepy as the movie goes on. Still creepy, it turns <laughs> Super out. Super creepy. Yeah. Still creepy. That's one of my questions. I had that later, you know, in the, in the pod. I have that question is what's creepier, the, uh, the date rape or the having sex with your brother? Stepbrother or not? <laughs> Yeah, Beth, would that be off limits for you if Paul Rudd was your stepbrother? <laughs> like, not currently married. The same context of the movie. I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, it, it just depends how the relationship was when we were our parents were married. Like, did he live there full time? Like, was he? Is it like? Bro- I don't know. It's just it's weird. Yeah, it's I, it's. Really I mean, they weird. make it. They make it sound like they weren't together that long, but then he has a real strong bond with, with stepdad. Yeah. Mm. Like he continued the re- But if they've been divorced for very long and he like for a longer time than they were together, but he still maintained the relationship with the dad. So they got closer, even though the parents were, you know, I don't know. It's weird. But then stepdad's like, OK with it because he gives <laughs> like a smirk when he realizes that it's going down. He's like, all right with it. Yeah. But if, and also if, okay, if they were divorced for a while, that means like, I feel like the age they were when they were brother and sister has a lot to, like if it, they were like. Like both, 10 and 14 like, or something. Yeah, like 10, like, or even, yeah, or even young, like younger, if they were like five and 10, like that's fucking creepy as shit. If, but if they're like <laughs> seven, they're like 17 and 22, then it's like, eh. Well, she's Maybe. 16. Like, she makes it clear that she's oh, I, oh, slightly God. older than, than Brittany Murphy. I'm just saying. No, there's, I'm thinking, no, there's just no way out of this. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's and creepy. The, the, the terrible thing is it seems like her dad throughout the movie is pretty fast and loose about letting her date people. Because she flat out says throughout the whole movie she just dates college guys. Mm-hmm. And if she's Ooh. 16, she's a sophomore or a junior. Yeah. Dating college dudes. Ugh. Like, it's not happening. It's not happening in my house. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's I had, like, a, a, a legit hard time with, with a lot of the characters in this movie re-watching it because they just don't feel like they're good people. Which, I, it's a satire, right? So I know that they're not supposed to be. But you sprinkle in people that are good. So it's just, I had a hard time with it. I don't know. All right. Uh, Amy Heckerling. Jared, do you know what else she's directed? I I know she's directed a bunch of shit. I just can't remember what else off the top of my head. So the two two most notables, Fast Times. Yes. And then uh, European Vacation, which is the worst vacation movie. It has its moments. Mm. It does have its moments. Big Ben. There's Big Ben. Big Ben again. Yeah, it has some moments. Yeah. But it's it's the it's the worst one, right, Tyler? Um, Ve- I don't or know Vegas, that it's any worse than Vegas Vacation. Vegas Vacation is a terrible movie, but yeah, it's enjoyable in certain true. ways, too. So. That's the true. reboot Maybe. is not great. No, yeah. Well, the reboot does not count. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's true. Ve- I guess maybe Vegas doesn't feel as terrible because it's more modern. Yeah. But it's probably dated at this point, too. 
do, do we i know she i looked this up i know she did look who's talking too i think look she's who's the talking. Pro- producer of those no she's the director of look who's talking oh the second one both really i thought she was only the producer yeah. okay yeah yeah i remember enjoying the first one as like a 10 yeah, year old child mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah okay that's not a movie i want to rewatch now but no man no <laughs> no a talking bruce willis is a talking baby <laughs> no <laughs> All right, twelve million dollar budget, fifty six million dollar gross. That's it. It's a success. I mean, it made what quadruple? Yeah. It's money back, but I feel like that. I mean, I don't know what inflation is twenty five years ago. Maybe one hundred fifty million dollars. I have no idea. But that just doesn't seem like much at the time. But I guess that's a that's a big success. Yeah, I would have expected much more, just considering how popular it was among teenagers and still that it's you know a cult classic or is it considered a cult classic but it's definitely it's one that our generation talks about and likes a lot i would expect it a lot more money than that yeah i don't know i don't think i would call this a cult classic like i think it's mainstream it was it came out in the summer if i'm not mistaken i think it was like a it's not like an indie film so i don't know that it would be cult classic jared would you expect it would would you have expected me to say like a hundred million dollars yeah like that actually sounds pretty low because I do remember it being a big deal at the time. Yeah. I don't have any context of what a movie at this time frame, I didn't look it up, you know, what kind of a, a big successful movie at this time would have made. But I know we talked about uh, Speed, right, which came out, what, a year after this, and Speed was in the, what, $250 million or something like that? Yeah. Now, granted, Speed is going to, is, is looked at or it's it's marketed to more demographics than this would be. Yeah, I think this could have been one of those movies where it became a big deal in video. Like the first Austin Powers didn't make a lot of money, but on no. everyone saw it on video, like every single human being. Yeah, I remember that too. I did see it in the theater, but I remember it being like it picked up steam as it went. Yeah, Tyler I got a got a quick comparison. So Billy Madison came out the same year, which to me is in the same kind of class sure. of mid '90s movies that funny teenagers loved it. Six million, uh, no, ten million dollar budget. Only worldwide gross, only twenty six million, so less than half as much. That yeah, me. I'm that would you would think that would have a bigger, would have made more money, but like at that point, Adam Sandler's not Adam Sandler. He's only the guy from SNL, right? He hadn't really True. done it. That was his first big solo movie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. If you were to tell me like Gilmore. Happy Happy Gilmore made that, then I would be shocked. Yeah, Billy yeah, Madison, Billy Madison, I feel like would probably be one too that picked up steam after it came out. Probably. I don't remember. See, it took me years to see that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Beth, you ever seen that? Billy Madison? Yeah. Yeah. All right. What are you doing over there? Are you like looking at your phone? I'm looking at my notes. Yeah, I'm <laughs> making sure okay. I caught because I realized <laughs> I missed a question <laughs> when I copy and pasted the. See, this is why I do it on paper. I used to write and write out all my answers. Now that I yeah. do it technologically, I copy and pasted the questions and I. Skip, missed the very first one when I was copying Bro, hand, and pasting. Hand, handwrite it. Do what you got to do. I got, you, hey, I got the, I got the handwriting. That's usually <laughs> what I do. But. You got time. All right. Beth, what do you think this uh, critics, what do you think the percentage you got on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, my gosh. I, could, I, I didn't look intentionally because I, I looked for speed and it made it less fun. Um, oh, my gosh. Like 64, I'll say. I don't know. Solid guess. Tyler? Well, you, what you just said is going to skew my answer. I, I would have said about 82. Solid guess um, also. 
Okay, cool. I'll stick with 82. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> I'm going to go. Wait, critics He's going to go right uh, in the middle. Audience? Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> a dollar. <laughs> uh, 80%. Go Damn it. I just said it because I thought you were really saying a dollar. Oh, no. <laughs> I, well, I was going to say 82. Son of a bitch. What was 80%, it? 80%. 80%. Uh. All right. All right. See, it's a good movie. 76% audience. If I was going to look at Rotten Tomatoes and tell you that a movie got less audience than critics, mm. I would never say Clueless. Mm-mm. Like, Clueless should be, I would think, at least flipped. Like, you would think audience would have a, a much uh, more love for this movie than, than critics. I was shocked. Super surprised. Could this have but, been review bombed after the fact uh, for being anti-feminist or something like that? Something other modern trapping that wasn't around at the time that we retroactively gone back? I didn't. Watching it now, I didn't even think of that though. Like I didn't think I have any problem with like anti-feminist watching it, it, it now. No, no, I was like I don't think so either. I was just like something. Yeah. I'm saying something similar, like like that. We're like, hey, it's 2020. This movie today, this 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 are fucked up. So let's go, you know back and review it poorly, that kind of shit. Well, there is one person on this podcast that does like to review (laughs) movies, so we should ask him, Tyler. I went back and reviewed it higher than I thought I would have in the first place, so (laughs) don't look at me. (laughs) Fair enough. Does anybody remember that this show had a TV spinoff? Yes, of course. No. Uh, yes, of course. With essentially like the whole cast, except for Paul Rudd and Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, but the girl looked really? very, I can't remember who it was, but I know she looked very uh, similar to Alicia. That would be Alicia. Rachel Rachel Blanchard. Yes, Rachel Blanchard. Wow. Yep. Was, was she Cher still? Yeah. Or was it a different yes. character? No, she was Cher. Was yeah. she Cher? Oh, man. Tyler, you looked shocked and a little disgusted. No, I just don't remember it. I'm, I'm Googling it right now. I literally did not remember it until you just brought it up and it, <laughs> all the memories rushed back. Even it, Donald Faison was in that? Damn. Donald, who the hell is Donald Faison? Yeah, Faison. <laughs> just, <laughs> Donald Faison? Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Faison. I like it. Faison. Is it French. Alicia or Alicia? Alicia. I don't know. No. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, but... I think it is Alicia. Jarrett? I think it is Alicia, but I always say Alicia just because I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. I mean, I get the pronunciation of her name from Scream when Matthew Lillard says as if to Jamie Kennedy and Jamie Kennedy says oh really Alicia accurate but Jarrett doesn't want to talk about that Jarrett hates that movie exactly that's why I say it the other way okay does anybody has anybody read that in 2019 they announced that they were making a adaptation of this movie of this movie on CBS did anybody read that no another TV adaptation Adaptation, not like sequel. It's like a retelling. So Deadline reported this. This is straight off a of Deadline. I'm going to try to read through this. It is the most convoluted. I I don't understand who wrote this or why you would write it, but I'm going to try to uh, to read it, okay? Now, bear with me because it's rough. <laughs> this is per Deadline, and it starts like this. Baby pink and bisexual blue-tinted tiny sunglass-wearing Oat milk latte and Adderall fueled. Look at what happens when high school queen, Queen B. Cher, disappears and her lifelong number two, Dion, steps into Cher's vacant Air Jordans. What? What? I'm sorry. That is Did the you synopsis. Just have a seizure? That, that's the synopsis. <laughs> that is what Deadline reported about what this adaptation is. 
Jesus. I hope, that, I hope that writer is dead like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was in 2019. I have no idea if they're moving forward with it. Hopefully, this dies with the pandemic. <laughs> also, this that's, that's an aggressive yeah. uh, paragraph for a CBS show. Yeah. Like, Adderall that should be on the CW. What did it say? Adderall fueled. Look at what happens when high school queen B Cher disappears and her lifelong number two, Dion, steps into Cher's vacant Air Jordans. Yeah, it it sounds like it was written by one of the eighty year olds that watch CBS. <laughs> first of all, first of all, Cher would never put on some Air Jordans. That's Literally, was just no, okay, about okay. to say that. I yeah. love you, Tyler. <laughs> I mean, it, in in twenty twenty, she might. I mean, no, no that that no. computer when she put in Air Jordans into the outfit calculator, which is projected. Does anybody have a hard time with them saying that we were going to have touchscreens in 1995 <laughs> when there were clearly no touchscreens yet? I wrote that down. That's some real Simpson shit. <laughs> baby pink and blue, or excuse me, baby pink and bisexual blue tinted tiny sunglass wearing oat milk latte Adderall filled look at what happens. Like, what does I that can't, mean? We can't even unpack that. I don't even know what. <laughs> what does baby pink and bisexual blue tinted mean? There's no, I had to look bisexual at that again. Blue. I was like, someone's fucking with me. Bisexual blue tinted sunglass wearing. Is that what it says? Tiny sunglass wearing. Tiny. Do any of those things happen in the movie? Like one of those. No, this is, this is not, <laughs> this is obviously not like, this is a complete, they're just using the same IP. It has nothing to do with that right. story, obviously. Mm. What else I found interesting was like everybody, the fashion now is what it was then, right? That fashion is, mm -hmm. is really coming back. So, yeah. yeah, I guess she wouldn't wear Air Jordans, right, Tyler? Like she would dress like she did in 95. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Tyler's like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> All right. You guys want to get into the most watchable scenes? I do. I need some help. <laughs> I got four. And I really just put like one in here because I, like, I got to put, I can't have three. <laughs> so hopefully you guys have some you want to add. All right. So share explaining the school's uh, social clicks to Ty. That's funny. I think anytime Brittany, Brittany Murphy's on screen, I enjoyed her character a lot. Her little weird out or little, little weird uh, accent. accent. <laughs> like how does she say Elton? Elton? Yeah. Who is Elton? <laughs> which, is which is perfect. Where is she supposed to be from? Is she supposed to be like from where Jared's at? I think New York. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that's 25 minutes into the movie before I was like, yeah, I like this scene. <laughs> it felt like a lifetime. All right. So, uh, then the party in the valley. I think it's funny when Murray's shaving his head. Because <laughs> I'm that keeping whole interaction. it real. Yeah, because I'm keeping it real. Anytime Donald Faison is on screen also, I enjoy it. <laughs> Don't necessarily enjoy it when Stacey Dash is a is is on screen because she's crazy now mm -hmm. she's pretty unlikable as a person so it's a little hard uh the next scene is the mighty i just put mighty mighty boss tones party you added that in what? well hold on because I, it I, it had me the most enamored of any scene okay did anybody remember that they had a dude who just danced bro like, that's part? in my notes <laughs> in parentheses dancing guy they just had For a one dude of my who questions. just he just danced. Yeah, he was the dancing guy. Here, not a not a hype man. Not no, flavor flavor. He just skanked and, all across the stage. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Skanking. Yeah. Skanking. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The yep. ska dancing is yeah. Skanking. Yeah, that's skanking. Tyler, you know that? Nope. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but I didn't know it had a name. It was like awkward to watch. <laughs> Here, here's a question I had about that scene. Yeah. Um, that was a high school party. Has no, anyone? No. It, it wasn't has, a high school party. 
What party? What what party? No, no, no. I mean, like, it was a party that high school kids went to. Yeah, but it was a college party. No, I understand. I understand that. But has anyone ever been to a party that lived up to that level ever in their life, let alone in school? No, Tyler. Tyler came to a couple of the parties that I threw in high school, and they weren't. I didn't have Mighty Mighty Bostones or Hype Man. (laughs) Just some St. Ides. Yes. Yes. Uh, No, man. Who? No, but again, I don't. I didn't live in Beverly Hills. It's true. So I guess you could get Mighty Mighty Boss Tones at that time to come play your high school party. You could probably get them now. <laughs> aren't they? No, no, they're Jimmy Kimmel's uh, house band now, Dickie aren't they? He is, yeah. <laughs> He's like his <laughs> announcer. Like, I, like I think I just knows I learned too name. much in that in that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another question. I have two questions about that scene. Is that the most '90s scene in any show, any movie ever? And yes. Possible. And then is Christian just a low rent Dylan McKay? Yep. Beth? I mean, it did say she's saving herself for Luke Perry, and then she fell in love with Christian. So there's definitely a connection there. She says she's waiting for Dylan McKay, right? Luke Perry. But yeah. then they make fun of Jason Priestley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I was always more of a Jason Priestley guy. Yeah, I was always were. more of a Brandon Walsh guy. So I, I, I found that offensive. <laughs> but seriously, did they just cast that dude because they couldn't cast like Luke Perry? Yeah, I'm sure. You're going to tell me you couldn't get Luke Perry in this movie <laughs> in 95? He would have stole, stolen the limelight. He was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, dude. He could have been in what this movie. No, I mean, you, eh. He was in a movie about a, a where he was a bull rider. <laughs> like, he could have. He eight seconds. Was it like eight seconds? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, and then the last scene, I literally just threw it in here because I was like, I don't have anything else. Cher realizing the good qualities in her friends, which it's like a like a three minute scene Mm -hmm. but you know that's a little redeeming part for her Jarrett please tell me you got something you want to add Uh, the only one I had that you didn't was I like the scene where uh, Cher is like mentoring Ty like they're doing like I think they're doing buns of steel Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's trying to like impart wisdom on her she's like when's your birthday she's like May he's like well I was born in April and as your elder (laughs) 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 yeah yeah I think that's when they're sitting at, at like lunch or something Oh, think, that's when they when she wants to when she's talking about smoking pot. I think so. When Breck and it was, Meyer, it was a scene where it was those it was the I hope not sporadically scene, whatever that was. Oh yeah, where yeah, that, yeah. that was when they were doing the yeah aerobics. The and, aerobics, yeah. yeah. And then what does she call Spartacus? Spartaraticus? <laughs> she she says she says Spartacus wrong when she's talking about the movies that uh, oh, Christian, Christian likes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He likes Tony Curtis. He likes some like it hot and Sporadicus, I think she calls it. Oh yeah, that is Beth, give me something. Um, yeah, I only had a couple more than what you had. Um, I like the scene where she, there she's like setting up the teachers, even though like we've discussed mm-hmm. that's like a minimal scene. But yeah, where she's plotting all that and taking the clips out of Miss Guy's hair and making her look like cute. Um, and then the 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 debate, like the the, the debate <laughs> class where <laughs> Cher makes her big speech. That's, the second one. Yeah. Okay. Tyler, what do you got? Uh, I've got, I just kind of lump things together. Any scene with Donald Faison mm-hmm. is fantastic. Any scene with Dan Hedaya. I love the dynamic between Cher and her dad. Uh, and it's there's great dialogue there every time they, they're together. Um, and I also liked the classroom scenes in, in Wallace Shawn, the debate class. Um, but then also I, I liked the description of the, the cliques on campus. There's just a lot of nothing... No real 
excellent scenes, but there were a lot that I just liked. It's aggressive when she refers to them as the Persian mafia, though. Yeah. It's a it's an aggressive move. There's there's some cringeworthy wording. A little bit. All right. So what's your favorite, Tyler? What's your what's your favorite scene? Um I'm gonna <laughs> the the party scene up in the the hill or wherever they go, the valley. The valley. Where, yeah, that's that's a great Be home in twenty scene. minutes. Yeah. He's like anywhere Everywhere in LA in should LA only take you twenty, 20 minutes. minutes. What does he say? Are you in a Beirut? Where are you? Kuwait? He hears, like, yeah, he Is that the in the valley? <laughs> oh, my God. I hate her. I no. hate Cher so much. Beth, what's your favorite scene? Um, Yeah, probably the valley party, too. I'll go Rolling ahead. with the homies? Yep. Okay. Jared? I actually think about it. I think I like the two debate scenes just because yeah. they're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What about Travis Birkenstock's speech when he wins most tardies? <laughs> I love it. Dude, Breck and Meyer is like low key the winner yep. for me of this movie. <laughs> Wait, uh, on on Breck and Meyer, here's a question: uh, How do kids feel about Nine Inch Nails these days? <laughs> Nine Inch Nails is still good, man. So I'm saying because he said like the way I feel about Nine Inch Nails is like the way like my, the way it, my I kids feel about the Rolling Nails. Stones. Day, is the way my kids are going to feel about Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> but I, I mean, like... Rolling Stones have always sucked, though. That's the problem. Right. But I'm saying, like, Nine Inch Nails, like, still, he's winning Oscars and shit. <laughs> that is true. Up. Yeah, that... I, it would be interesting, though, to ask, like, a college or a high school kid what they think about Nine Inch Nails. But now, again, it's all, like, the 90s culture is back in, mm-hmm. yeah, in, true, in popularity now. So, all right, yeah, I think the Valley scene is probably my favorite, too. Especially Murray shaving his head because I got to keep it real. Yeah. Right before prom pictures, no, right before yearbook mm-hmm. pictures. Um, so I have a question about Wallace Shaw. Has anybody ever been less believable as a late forty-year-old man than Wallace Shaw? <laughs> I believe they say he's forty-seven. Yes. He's seven years older than I am. <laughs> he looks a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Never have I ever been more offended in my life. Is that was that their was that their attempt to to show what the youth thinks of like a forty seven year old man looks like? Maybe. Tyler, he's, he's gotta just, be sixty, right? Yeah, he's, he's, he looks like he looks like he's just this frumpy little bald old man, but he's he's just such a good actor. They had to cast him, right? The fucked up thing is he's probably like forty seven because he's still alive. Yeah. 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 So he probably is like forty five. But he looks a hundred. Yeah. He's got that Paul Giamatti thing. Like, he looked 50 when he was 20. <laughs> and just kept that going. I mean, I feel like back then, yeah, like, adults did just look older. Like, I, when I was going through pictures recently, and there was, like, a picture of my dad at his, like, 32nd, like, blowing out the candles on his birthday cake, and it said 32, and I'm like, you look like 45. Like, Yeah, but your dad, everything I've seen, he the motherfucker looks, he looked the same, <laughs> like, for forever. Like you, the pictures you post when you're like a baby, he looks the same. Yeah, just had black hair. Same then like, of gray. yeah, polo khakis <laughs> looks the same. The dad look. Yeah, it's just like yeah. the standard dad look, right? He was 52 I mean, Ty- when this was filmed. Wallace Shawn. Okay. There you go. All right, better. I mean, Tyler has literally looked the same <laughs> the entire time I've known him, <laughs> and I've known him since '95, and he looks essentially the same. So Pretty true. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, what the fuck moment? Again, I only have one thing. And it, again, movie is a satire. I shouldn't take it seriously. But when Cher lies to her PE teacher to get a better grade that a boy hurt her, 
I was like, that's that's fucked up, man. That's you can't do that right now. Like we're in a cult. We're at a time where you like we got to take it seriously. You can't you can't be doing that. And that I don't know that really bothered me. I know that sounds stupid, but it bothered me. Tyler, you're shaking your head. I mean, that made me that scene made me laugh. I didn't think of it in the <laughs> through the lens of 2020, but sure, I get I get your problems with it. Uh, my what the fuck was when Elton says he left his cranberry CD on the quad. I don't think that motherfucker is listening to the cranberries. He's listening all. in the car with Cher to the cranberries, and he's singing it. Yeah, I still, also, yeah. there was a blooper in the movie because they they use like b roll. They show him driving. He's driving like a Camaro, right, with mm-hmm. Cher when he tries to date rape her. And then later they show Paul Rudd's character pick up Cher, and he's also in a Camaro from a distance. <laughs> and then they they zoom in inside the car. Clearly not a Camaro. Oh, so. Okay. But yeah, he is listening to the cranberries in, but he's also says his foot hurts. He's got to go to the nurse. So like, he's just doing whatever he could do to get <laughs> yeah. out of that class. Yeah. Oh man. All right, Beth, what do you got? You got anything for what the fuck? Um, I didn't really have anything. I mean, rewatching it now, I think I remember like back watching it when I was young, a what the fuck was like that Christian ended up being gay because like, you just think he's the really? hot, like Luke Perry. And you know, back then I wasn't like, you know, obviously Rewatching it, you can tell his mannerisms, and then he's dancing yeah. with a guy. Like, but back then, watching it, I remember thinking, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know like he was going to turn out to be gay." So him grinding up on the guy <laughs> when he's dancing with Cher wasn't a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Huh? Okay. Jarrett. <laughs> so the two I had were uh, in the mall when like Ty meets two strangers, and then like for, after us thirty seconds of talking, they hold her over a railing as a True. joke. Yeah. Yeah, aggressive move. <laughs> Pretty, yeah, it's not the greatest pickup line. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I had was actually the shaved head scene, because I remember at the time you're supposed to see them be like, "Oh my god, he shaved off all his hair." Hair was he doing? I watch it now and I'm like, "Oh, now they're shaving his head and now he looks normal. <laughs> like he looks so <laughs> weird with hair." What is that? When they zoom in on his mouth, he's got like something. Does he have like a hairy mole on his lip? Yeah, he's got a mole, but it's like hairy. Doesn't he have a mustache? No, he doesn't have a mustache. Uh, or it's like very thin. <laughs> Donald Faison. I was is more looking one. at the you braces tell me. than the hairy mole. Yeah. yeah. You could tell me that he's the same age he is now that he was in that movie, and I'd be like, all right, yeah. I see it. All right. Yeah, I don't know. The PE teacher scene bothers me. <laughs> all right. Standout performance. I got literally nothing. I didn't write anybody down here. And I said, is there anyone? Question mark. Tyler. Let, let's hear it. Who you got? It's Alicia Silverstone. I think that the movie, I, I get that you she rubs you the wrong way. You don't like her. And if you don't like her, this movie doesn't work. So that makes sense. But yeah. I don't think, for me, the movie doesn't work at all without her doing exactly what she does. I think she's a perfect blend of entitled. She's oblivious. She's cutesy. She's charming in a certain way. She's hysterical and, and weird. The Valley mm-hmm. Girl vibe. She's also on screen in every scene, I think. So they're asking a ton from her, and I think she's she's doing everything that she's supposed to be doing. And I was surprised how impressive I, I thought that she did in this movie. And in the end, apart from having this serious romantic relationship with her stepbrother, she's super likable. Like you mentioned how she has this enlightenment scene where she realizes the good qualities in her friends and, and, and these other uh, these other things. I think there's this gives a lot of depth to her character, which is, I would have never thought that um, before watching this movie. So 
she's clueless, but she's super smart in this weird way. And she's, I thought just a really good character. I liked her a lot. Okay. Yeah. I don't want, I'm not going to, I don't want to argue with about her if she's likable or not, because the things I don't find her likable in this movie, you obviously did. So I don't want to get into that because I don't want to shit all over it. Um, So Beth, who do you got? Yeah, I have Alicia too. And I, literally could not say anything better than what Tyler just said so I'll just say ditto like I think she was great cute quirky when she needed to be like cringy when she needed to be and like I I think she like he said a lot was asked of her and I think she did it well hmm. all right fair enough Jared yeah I'd go Alicia just because uh I mean the movie works and then the tv show doesn't and she's pretty much <laughs> the only thing not on the tv show good point point. Yeah, and she also got like I think a 10 million dollar contract out of this for the company who made this movie to make other movies. So, like, good for her, mm-hmm. right? Because if this movie only made, what do we say, $56 million and she got a $10 million contract out of that, <laughs> good for her. And she didn't do shit after this. Yeah. Except for be weird and, like, baby, bir- baby, baby bird, bird feed her kids. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I never really thought she was cute either. I didn't find her attractive, which I, I guess as, like, a youth at that point, I, I remember not even thinking, like, she was attractive. She's not that that matters. All right. Yeah. I think yeah. she's oh. cute, yeah, more than anything. Her little mm. smile, like the sheer little smirks that she does makes her charming yeah. and cute to me. Beth, the amount of you wish you were Cher in 1995 was what? Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> the limit does not exist. <laughs> that closet. <laughs> oh. I just want like my closet to pick my outfits and tell me what works and what doesn't, and then it just to rotate and bring it to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> okay, so this is strictly wardrobe. I mean, wardrobe, rich daddy house, white privilege. You know. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> a surprising amount of div- uh, diversity in this movie. Yeah, though. I have that here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, they have she has like Dion. She has I think doesn't she have an Asian mm-hmm. friend as well yeah. who's in it? They have a gay character, mm-hmm. Murray. Like a, a fair amount of diversity. Yeah. All right. Yep. Which I, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool about it. All right. Uh, worst performance. I don't think anybody gives like a particularly bad performance in this movie. I think there's some overacting going on, but I don't think there's anybody who's like, I watch it, especially now, and you're just like, oh, what are they doing? I think that there's some people that are not believable in their role because of their age. Like Wallace Shaw seems older. Um, Jeremy, is it Sisto? Sisto. Yeah. Seems way too old to be... Uh, sophomore in high school, junior in so- a junior in high school, just seems like looks too old, too mature, little date rapey. It's <laughs> bad look for him. All right, anybody got any worse performances? No, I didn't Beth? either. Yeah, I mean, I I was if I had to have an answer, was leaning towards Jeremy Sisto, but I think it wasn't more. It wasn't the acting more, just that I just he was a creepy, so I can't mm. take that out Super on creepy. him. Yeah, <laughs> as an actor. Okay. Uh, Jamie Foxx award for overacting. Uh, I got Silverstone because I think she's asked to do that though, right? She's she's dialing up the ditzy everything, and then her dad because uh, he's just yelling <laughs> all movie. He's there's no subtlety for what he's doing, but again, not a bad thing. That's what they're asking him to do, but I would equate it to like you know a sergeant in a police station, like <laughs> like Joey Pants in Bad Boys, and that's what he's supposed to do. Is he's just supposed to yell the whole time. So, Jared, what do you think? Has that actor ever been in something where he wasn't just doing that character? Like, just yelling? <laughs> Same character. He's the he's the classic guy that you know he's been in a bunch of yep. stuff, but I yeah. also can't tell you anything he's been in. 
You know what I'm saying? Like almost like Wallace Shaw. Like you know you've seen Wallace Shaw in a bunch of stuff. <laughs> besides Princess Bride, but I'm like, I can't tell you one other thing. <laughs> Beth, you have anybody? No, I had Cher's dad, yeah, the exact same thing. But he's good. Like he's enjoyable. He's just, yeah, yelling. A lot. I don't buy him as a as a as a litigator though. <laughs> I absolutely buy him as a litigator. That's why I picture yeah. litigators in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just yelling. I mean, it just could a be, tiny little it, man who yells. I mean, it could very well be that I saw him, and now that's how I just picture litigators. I don't know what <laughs> I thought. Of them. I don't know what I thought of them before this movie. Yeah, I think that might be the case that you that now that's what you think of because of him, uh-huh. not vice versa. Tyler, what do you got? I got Brittany Murphy, and I think it's because, it, like you said, or somebody said, it's what they're all doing what they're asked to be. Like, let me rephrase it: they are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Um but she's just a bit too much in certain scenes and she's mm. the most emotional of the three female lead, main female characters. And so it's just uh, the way she comes across feels a bit much to me, but I didn't think she did a bad job at all. Yeah. I don't know that I would say that I think she comes off emotional. Well, she just that breaks sense. down and cries and weeps yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. scenes, but cause Dion seems pretty emotional too. Like yeah. she goes from zero to a hundred <laughs> super fast. That's true. Super fast. Okay. Uh, who did the most the least? It's a pretty stacked category for me because you yeah. have Donald Faison as Murray, Brecken Myers, Travis, and Paul Red as Josh. It would be, it's like a toss up for me between Murray and Travis. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to see what everybody else has to say. Tyler, what do you think? Who do you got? Do we do we not include Shares Dead, Dan Hedaya in this list? Is I wouldn't, but much? you can. You can certainly throw him in there. I would see why you wouldn't include him. He's he's in it quite a bit. And I, I was in my mind going back and forth between Murray, Donald Faison and, and Cher's dad. Um, and I went with Donald Faison in the end just because, uh, Cher's dad is in it more and does, Mm -hmm. does quite a bit more, but it doesn't seem like Murray's in it quite a bit, except for a handful of scenes. And he's just a scene stealer. Some of the best one liners. Yeah. And, uh, just my, (laughs) one of my favorite, it just makes me smile every time I see him. So it's great. All right. Beth? Yeah, I have Donald Faison and Breckenmeyer listed, but um, I'll I'll go with Breckenmeyer. I'll change it up. Yeah, they're both great, but I just think Brecken, he for being in it not very much, his character development's pretty great. Yeah, accurate, mm-hmm. Jarrett. I mean, don't we have to put the two teachers that found love just because they're <laughs> apparently the whole point of the movie according to the synopsis? I mean, <laughs> I, that's what IMDb thinks. <laughs> So either them or uh, yeah, Breckenmeyer and Donald Faison. Think about the, how good. Here's how good Breckenmeyer and Donald Faison were in that movie. Because when they show up together in Can Hardly Wait, it's like super exciting for that reason. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dude, I, I forgot that they love were even burger. in that movie together. They love burger. Man. Well done. Anybody well order done. a love well burger? <laughs> well done. Easy hootie. <laughs> Don't. I think it's got to be Travis because he's by far the most likable person in this movie. Mm. Yeah. Like he doesn't really have an agenda. He's just like a stoner kid who likes appar- apparently gets along with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Where, you know, Murray is a little bit misogynistic, it feels <laughs> a little bit, but then he explains that away with his great monologue, which I <laughs> can't remember exactly what he says, but it's great. Um I don't know, I just like Travis a lot. I think he's the most again, likable, mellow dude and appears to get along with everybody in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good choice. And I mean, who doesn't like Breck and Meyer as an adult? Like, again, he's somebody who's in, he's been in a hundred things and you can't remember yeah. anything he's in <laughs> with the exception, apparently, of Can't Hardly Wait. 
Uh, and, and he was in that show. Race. And Rat Race. <laughs> and he was in that show with uh, Mark Paul Gossler, where they were lawyers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which wasn't terrible. People liked it. Yeah, it was on for a couple of years. I can't remember what it was. Can't remember the name. Franklin and Bash? Okay. Yes. Franklin and Bash. God, look, look at, at you with the damn. big brain, man. <laughs> I didn't go to NASA right, so Community I, College for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Do you know any 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 women that sound like Ty? Jared? Do I know in any? New York? Uh, yes. I know a couple. <laughs> yeah, actually, I know a couple. <laughs> and, and ask him next time you see them how they say hey, how they sp- <laughs> Ask them how they pronounce Elton. Next time you see him, I'm gonna. I have this. I have this one girl in mind who she's a friend of a friend. She teaches at my friend's school. Uh, her name is Kelly, and she's she's Asian, but she looks like off the boat from China. But as soon as she opens her mouth, she sounds like like the core of Staten Island. Like ultra, <laughs> it's the greatest combination of like looks and accent I've ever seen in my life. Like Mona Lisa Vito from fucking she is Mona Lisa, She is Mona Lisa Vito, but but she's Asian. It's, it's an amazing combination. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, so I have, a, I have a question before we move on. So there are a number of people, you watch this movie and you're like, okay, none of the people who are the main stars, I think, went on to do much. But then you have all the supporting actors that went on to have like pretty pretty solid careers. Mm-hmm. So my question is between Paul Rudd, Breckenmeyer, Donald Faison, and Brittany Murphy, who had the bi- best career? Because I don't even think you can put Silverstone in with them mm-hmm. at all. Who had the best career, Jarrett? I mean, I wrote this down as Curse of Kahlua's because it seems like all the guys went on to do like a bunch of big stuff. And then the girls just kind of like Dion became basically Clayton Bigsby from Chappelle's show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alicia Silverstone spit in her kids' mouths. And then Brittany Murphy died. That's a loss. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's an L, catching an L for yeah, that one. Catching an Jesus. L on that one. <laughs> Wait, what else? I mean, she was she wasn't. I mean, she was king of the hill for like a hundred years. She, she was, was on that but show. I keep forgetting that. I feel like Brittany Murphy was in a lot of stuff. Let's mm-hmm. go to Beth. Beth, what was Brittany Murphy in? Oh my gosh, she was in that Ashton Kutcher. I can't think of the Just Married. Is that what it's called? She was in that. Yeah. Um, I yep. mean, Girl Interrupted. Um. Uptown Girls. Uptown Girls, yes. With Dakota Fanning, right? Wasn't that little baby yeah, Dakota yeah. Fanning? Yeah. She's in a lot of crap. Yeah, a lot of movies that are... I, <laughs> that's all at the top of my head, but a lot of Beth movies. <laughs> I feel like her being in Girl Interrupted is like enough. Because that's a fantastic yeah. movie. Yeah. And King of the Hill, man. Does anyone know what movie I'm referencing if I give you this Brittany Murphy line? <laughs> Which is just, just her saying, I'll never tell... <laughs> Do you remember that movie? Oh yeah, she's got her like yeah, she's in like isn't she in, like a wife beater and she's got like blonde hair. She, she's like a mental patient, but like yeah, we saw that, that ele- we saw that movie Electro in college. With, was that? Is that, is that Electro with Halle Berry? No, no, I think it was it? called I'll Never Tell. Oh Jesus! But my roommate like that movie we saw it at like two dollar movie night in college, and my friends just don't say a word. Don't yes. say a word. That's it. And my friends would just constantly, whenever they got drunk, would just say that all the time to each other. <laughs> so I remember she was, it. She was also in a little movie called Summer Catch. Oh, my gosh. Oh. How could I forget that? With, is that Freddie <laughs> Prince Jr.? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where they couldn't. I've told the story. They had to have. He threw a baseball so bad that they had to have a double come in <laughs> and pitch for him, even though he's supposed to be a pitcher. She was also in uh, Eight Mile. Eight oh, mile, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
just married Uptown Girls, uh, something called A Little Black Book. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, yep. Oh, I saw that. I think Brian Greenberg. Sin City. Yeah, Sin City, Happy Feet. I mean, she was in Futurama. She was in a lot oh, of stuff. So I would say she definitely had like a Man, solid. Yeah. Solid career. She was on King of the Hill for 13 years. Wow. <laughs> All right. Anyways, getting back to the original question. Jarrett, who had the best career? I was probably, I mean, I feel like Paul Rudd is the, the obvious choice here. Just because of Marvel. Yeah, but even without that, like he's in, like what is Paul Rudd not in? He's in fucking everything. Right. All right. Beth? Yeah, I mean, my initial answer was going to be Paul Rudd just because I feel like he's the biggest name these days, but that Britney catalog's pretty solid. Yeah, I think they all went on to do a bunch yeah. of shit. Like, they've all been, like, working consistently mm-hmm. since this movie, which is surprising. I want to say Donald Faison, but I don't think that's the right answer. I think it's Paul Rudd, but I think Brittany Murphy's right mm-hmm. there. Tyler? I think it's Paul Rudd, and I don't really, even though Brittany Murphy had a good career, I don't think it's close. I mean, he was in The Anchormans, he was in yep. 40-Year-Old Virgin, so even before Marvel, all the Marvel yeah. stuff now. Nate, do this for me, because I have a hard time with this. Besides Marvel movies, right, because he's played Ant-Man, name me five Paul Rudd movies. So you said Anchorman, let's just say Anchorman 1 and 2, just say that's one. Um, 40-Year-Old Virgin, like, name me something else. Uh, he was in Saving Sarah, what, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm-hmm. Was he? Yep. He's a he's a small smaller role. Oh, he's, he's his, his friend, friend that's yeah. married. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. He's the surf instructor. Oh, yeah, he's the oh, surf Kunu. instructor. Bill oh, Hader. Yeah. 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 Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Kunu. Yeah. Isn't he in I Love You, yeah, Man? Yeah, that's what we're just talking about. Andy Samberg plays Okay, so he's, yeah. so he's he's Jason Segel's like, yeah. buddy, right? Knocked up. Mm-hmm. He's just in a lot of those things that... So we're just naming every Judd Apatow movie. (laughs) Okay. I'm just, I like Paul Rudd. I just can't, for some reason, I can't think of things he's in. Yeah. But but then you start saying, and you're pretty much, again, every Judd Apatow movie he's been in. I guess maybe it's because he's not a leading man. True. Mm -hmm. He's always, he's always like a supporting actor, character actor, with the exception of Mm -hmm. Ant-Man. But he might be like the best part of Anchorman. (laughs) He's so good. I mean, yeah, because he's my favorite of that group. Sex Panther line alone is yes, the dude. best thing. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I guess it is Paul Rudd. But they've all had, like, I mean, Breckenmeyer is a legit TV star, and Donald Faison has been in everything, and fucking Scrubs, dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is there, is there, I mean, Scrubs is probably top five, like, comedies of all time for me. That's I mean, funny. Paul Rudd was on Friends. And it holds up. Paul Rudd oh, was yeah. on Friends. Like as a legit reoccurring yeah. character for a while too. He, he married Phoebe, and didn't he come back at the end too? Yeah, they the were together, yeah. and then they broke up, and then they got back together and got married at the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was the one that that was because I couldn't remember if it was him or Hank. Hank Azaria is the one that she broke up with Paul Rudd and ended up with, and then Paul Rudd came back. And, got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So yeah, I think it's got to be Paul Rudd. All right. Does this still hold up? So I got. I've mentioned I got a lot of issues with this. I think Cher, at this point, looking at it, and I, I don't want to be like, oh, looking at it from 2020, but I kind of have to, is the epitome of white privilege. Mm-hmm. Like, just mm-hmm. everything about her is white privilege. From her running into people and just driving, like running into cars and continuing to drive, it's just a bad look. Even though she's not a bad person, and I don't think that she means to be that way. Yeah, She's just in that, in that culture. Um, using the word retard, bad mm-hmm. look rough rough look 
Um, and then when she tells the the housekeeper, uh, you know, I don't speak Mexican. Yeah. And then Paul Rudd <laughs> having to explain to her that she's, yeah, she's from El Salvador. And then he, what does he say? You get mad when they say you're, like, you live south of Wilshire. Yeah. Or like that? <laughs> okay. So those are rough for me. Real rough. Mm -hmm. Tyler? Yeah, it does. I mean, it's not a flawless movie. Um, there's a, a part near the beginning where she talks about the math teachers are actually married, two women actually married, and then says the PE teacher is same-sex oriented. Right. So these things that aren't, they don't make a big deal of it, but it's in the mid-90s, you know, being gay was a little punchline. Uh, so that was, that was a bummer. But I think... Yeah. Um, other than that, just what else doesn't hold up is the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They don't still slap? I haven't listened to any they of their don't. shit. <laughs> I mean, that scene is rough. At least they're part of it. Yeah. It, he, he tries to crowd surf and he jumps into like four dudes and they immediately put him down. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like they couldn't have got, you couldn't have got like a reshoot on yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not a good look. It's rough. All right, Beth? Um, yeah, I have a few things. I have, like, the heavy stuff, like, obviously using the word retard. Like, that's not okay. But then the rest of my stuff is pretty just, like, simple. Like, mentioning um, Contempo Casual and Judy's. Like, that, that <laughs> shit's definitely mm. not around these days. Um, flip mm. phones and pagers. Uh, using mm. a Thomas guide when trying to get to a party in the valley. Dude. And then, yeah, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones and in parentheses Dancing Guy. <laughs> Listen to me, though. The... The Thomas guide, when Murray gets, and he just grabs the steering wheel and just goes, <laughs> that's every day of my life with my wife. <laughs> Even when she's looking at the navigation on her phone, <laughs> that's me. Just, I, I've never felt more connected to a character than in that scene for that like five seconds. Thomas guides are fucking hard to read though. Yeah. Super hard. Kids don't know about uh. it. Super hard. Jarrett? It holds up better than I thought it would. Like when they were, when I was rewatching it, when they got to like the, um, the debate scene, I was like, I was thinking, I was like, oh my god, she's gonna say something where she's like on the wrong side of this. But like, no, both times she was, yeah. on the, she was on the right side. Yeah. I was like, all right, good for you. And did anyone else? I mean, this is just because it happened so recently. But did anyone else think, uh, looking at her house and her father and all that, I immediately went to that dude. In uh in, in the middle of the protest with the AK forty seven on his lawn. Oh Jesus! Oh. <laughs> no, I, I try not to think about those things. It was my first thought. I was like, oh my god, it's this dude. What I did think about when you were saying that though is the house uh, that there was a uh, I think he's a Broadway star and he's a, he's a black man who's who's gay and he bought like a plantation oh, yeah. house oh, yeah. after they told oh. him like oh you can't I afford it. That. So it, like, that was a cool or something, yeah. Yeah, that was a cool story and the house kind of looks like that yeah. house. So as you were saying that, I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> but I definitely didn't think you were going with the crazy people that had their fingers <laughs> yeah, on mean, triggers that, getting ready to shoot people. That has nothing to do with holding up or anything. I was just like that was just because it was happened like the day before I watched it. I was like, "Oh my god, it's that house!" <laughs> <laughs> like PTSD a little, a little bit. bit. Uh, All right. Yeah, that. I mean, considering how violently '90s it is, it's, I mean, it holds up pretty well. I think it's. Right? I think people watching it today would enjoy it. So it is violently '90s. I agree, but I think the reason. So if we watched this like ten years ago, I think it would have felt more out of date than hmm. it does now because I think that culture that fashion everything about that time in the 90s is coming back right now yeah so it doesn't feel that old even the pagers like i realized how many people had pagers on in the movie but it didn't like strike me as odd 
And the yeah. fashion definitely didn't. I mean, the stuff that's over the top strikes you as odd, right? Like Dee's hat at the first the scene hat. she's in that looks like a hat box. So many Jenkos. But <laughs> a lot of Jenkos. But like that shit is popular. Uh, maybe the, the the female fashion is more popular now than, than the men's fashion isn't coming back like that yet. Jenkos are coming but back it, apparently. I saw them at a concert last year. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> Absolutely not. But I think that's why it doesn't feel as dated, is because it's it's culturally significant now. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. So then I have this still holds up. That was one of them. Fashion. I feel like the fashion holds up because it's popular now. Paul Rudd mm-hmm. holds up because I mean he looks. He doesn't look that much different. Right. And that fucking dude is 50, and he was 25 in this movie. I mean, he's gotta be. That's crazy. He's gotta be dying his hair, but other than that, yeah. Yeah, but besides that. <laughs> Um, and then uh, the diversity in in Cher's group and in the movie in general, I think is, is good. Jared, you have anything you want to add? No, I'm good on that part. Beth. Okay, so yeah, I have diversity, but then I literally want to read you my exact quote because it's literally almost what you just said word for word. I said, Paul Rudd's face, he looks exactly the same, and I don't know if it's because he's always looked 45 or if he still looks 25. <laughs> He definitely looks younger in this movie. Yeah, right. Little he just looks face. face is a little thinner. Yeah, smoother, but doesn't look significantly no, he different. Has looked the same for so long. For instance, like when I look at Robert Downey Jr. in movies that he was in, like Weird Science, and mm-hmm. then I look at him in the first Iron Man, he looks significantly mm-hmm. different. And maybe it's the hair, the facial hair. I don't know. But Paul Rudd still looks like no facial hair, same haircut. Yep. That motherfucker mm-hmm. looks the same. <laughs> Tyler? Um, all those things that you all said, I think also just, and this speaks to the surprise that, that Jared mentioned, it's just everything still holds up. The writing, the jokes, more or less, you know, uh, nearly everything. It's just really well-written, well-written script, and I was prepared for it to be completely outdated and cringeworthy in a lot of ways, but it really holds up. Does this movie really have jokes? Like, is that another reason it holds up? That could be. It doesn't because it's I more, mean, again, it's more satire. One, yeah, good one-liners, but not jokes. There's no real punchline type of jokes. One-liner, but they're like dry. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I wonder if that's if that's why it still holds up because it's not it's hitting the notes because it's not expecting like some big joke. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't have to. You're you're smiling at the movie more than you're laughing at the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. that's a great point. All right. Uh, what do we got now? Let me go here. Would this movie be better if Gary Oldman was in it? And if so, who would he play? I don't think so. Like, who the fuck is Gary Oldman going to play in this movie? I think he'd do well as Cher's dad, but I don't think he would do it as well as Dan Hedaya does. But again, Gary Oldman would feel like he's going to kill people in the movie. Like, he's always feels threatening to me. I think Dan Hedaya, in a fun way, comes off. He's just super, he's just yelling at people, you know? Yeah, but he's like a Weasley little dude. <laughs> I feel like Gary Oldman would kill you with his hands. <laughs> Maybe. Could he play Could he play Wallace Shaw's character? Mm, no. I don't Mm-mm. think so either. No. All right. Beth, I'm assuming you think the same. You're shaking your head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I said, yeah, having to pick someone, I'd pick Cher's dad because that's the only one, but I don't think he'd be right for it. But if we had to throw him mm. in there, that's who he'd be. <laughs> What about the DMV driver? Like the guy who's driving <laughs> with Cher? Forgot about that guy. <laughs> Low key, that's a funny scene to me too, is when they get on the freeway. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
I thought that was funny. I didn't want to add it, though, because it feels like uh, they're just all screaming, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> Jarrett, would this movie be better if Gary Oldman was uh, Make it? him the dancer in the Mighty Mighty Ball Stones. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I like it. Like skanking. skanking it up. <laughs> Chain wallet and all. Uh, is that really called skanking? It's called sure it's 100%. Called skanking? It is skanking. absolutely called skanking. Beth, how do you know that? I was like in the like ska, Save no, Ferris, no, in like high weren't. school. I like no, Save Ferris, the like female ska. I think I saw like. The Mighty Mighty Boss films in concert at some point. Could he have played Christian? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Maybe. Because no. there's no way that dude was... He wasn't 16 when he came in to film no. that. Like, Paul Rudd is 25. Mm. So, come on. Could he have played Paul Rudd's character? No. Okay, I'm just at. Just asking the question, man. I don't know why you're so aggressive with this uh, yes and no. You seem really adamant on fitting Gary Oldman in this movie. I'm just asking. No, I don't think he does fit in the movie. I'm just asking the questions. Yeah. No. All right. Most memorable line. There's a bunch. I didn't pick a bunch because, again, I I watched this movie and I didn't love it. So I didn't want to pick a bunch of things. I wanted you guys to have um, some things to add. So I just have three. I have my plastic surgeon doesn't want me doing any activities where balls are flying at my nose. Uh, Well, there goes your social life. (laughs) <laughs> but my favorite is my foot hurts. Can I go to the nurse? <laughs> I don't know why. That's my absolute favorite line ever. Uh, and then I got a sh- I got a forty five and a shovel. I doubt anybody would miss you. <laughs> Beth, do you have any you want to add? Um, yeah, I mean, this movie's basically where like a lot of really famous quotes came from. Like your typical yeah. like as if whatever. My bad. Um, I have the cranberries line on there. Uh, the plastic surgeon one everywhere in LA takes 20 minutes and you're a virgin who can't drive and who is Alton only because me and Susie always used to say that who is Alton yeah the way she says Alton is my favorite thing ever All right, Tyler Uh, there's quite a few I I think a lot of Donald Faison woman let me fight Alice shares or um I think it's Paul Rudd who asks, "You like Billy Holiday?" And Cher says, "I love, I love him." him. Yeah. That's no, Christian. that's uh, what's his name, Christian. 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 Does, yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the best is because I'm keeping it real. Because I'm keeping it real. <laughs> <laughs> his whole line. monologue about why what he's saying is not misogynistic is my is hilarious. But <laughs> yeah. I just I don't remember all of it, so I'm not going to put it, it in there. You've been je- <laughs> you jeeping behind my back. Jeeping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, it also made me think of Beth when Dion has like the fake hair <laughs> and she's like, I don't wear what she said. Polyester plastic hair, hair or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jarrett. Uh, so I got three. Uh, I got, would you call me selfish? No, not to your face. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> I've never had straight friends before. <laughs> That's an aggressive one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they just look at each other like, uh, okay. <laughs> like what does that mean and then the third one this bums me out this is a thing i me and my friends have been quoting this since the movie came out and it's not the, and we got the quote wrong the quote we've been saying this whole time is uh oh shit you guys have coke here and then the response is oh well this is a really good school that's not the quote <laughs> it's two separate quotes no. that are mixed together i was so bummed out it's i think it's like yeah you t- you have coke you, talk, and then like, you, you guys talk like adults yeah, it's like a really good school. No, it's, yeah, it's really cool. And then it was like, you got Coke, and like I think it was like, oh, this is America or something like that. But like <laughs> somewhere along the way, my social group mixed them together into a funnier quote, and that's what we've been saying this whole time. 
There's a quote too that Paul Rudd gives to Christian where he's like, "You think because, or no, I think it's the dad. You think because Sammy Davis Jr. died, yeah, and he left an opening in the Rat Pack." Yeah. Which is, I thought was funny. Again, mine is my foot hurts. Can I go to the nurse? Because it's just out of nowhere and it's just like classic. I got to get out of school, and I'm I'm all about that. Yeah. Tyler, what's your favorite? Because uh, I'm keeping it real. Guess I'm keeping it real <laughs> bad. Um, I think. Well, there goes your social life. Because like that's a line you can use <laughs> to reply to a lot of like innuendo type of yeah. comments. So not Elton. Who is Elton? <laughs> <laughs> Jared, I'm going with my fake quote. <laughs> That's not in the movie. There you go. Your your mashup. Your my, quote my, mashup. Quote, my, my, re, my quote remix. All right, Samwise Gamgee Award for biggest wet blanket. It's Elton. It's got to be Elton because he's trying to date rape people. Okay, there's no bigger wet blanket move than trying to date rape somebody. And then has the balls to just show up at school the next day and just mm-hmm. be like, yeah, nothing happened. We're just hanging out. Like not even a. They don't even mention it again. In the CBS version, they're going to mention it. I guarantee it. <laughs> Jarrett, what do you got? You got anybody? No, it's it's Elton. Sorry, Elton. It's got to be. Elton. Elton. I can't say it. Elton. <laughs> Beth? Um, I, I couldn't really think of anyone. I just put Cher's dad because he's always like trying to fuck with her plans and her. she's just like always dogging on everybody. <laughs> she's 16. I get that. I get it. <laughs> This dude is letting her do whatever he wants, whatever she wants. Oh, man. You know who's a wet blanket is the fucking, the other paralegal. Oh, fuck that guy. I almost Rudd, put like, him, too. He's got a point, though. Dude's got a point. He's trying to work hard. They're Paul playing Rudd's footsies under the table. Yeah. Yeah. Puppy love. He's like, I'm calling in sick. <laughs> you do what you want. I'm calling in sick tomorrow. Tyler, what do you think? I'm going with Amber. Oh, She's yeah. Fuck Amber. We haven't even talked about Cher. her this whole pod. Yeah. I kind of like no. Amber. No, she's <laughs> she's hating on Cher all the time. But it's weird. I always got confused because she's always in their clique. She's always hanging out. Mm-hmm. And then on those B-roll well, scenes, she's laughing with them. But they hate each other. Is she hating on her or is she trying to call her out for being the fucking white privilege of being able to like not do the assignment not actually do the assignment like she's supposed to and then because she didn't do what she's supposed to do now amber can't do what she's supposed to do and she's going to get a bad grade because fucking Cher doesn't do what she's supposed to do i'm not you know saying she saying? doesn't have she doesn't have a i'm not saying she doesn't have a point but she's just hating on her that's hating on her mm-hmm. she'd be hating Cher won the argument is it hating on her or just calling her out it's still you could uh, mm. tomato right. tomato <laughs> what does she call her monet Beautiful from a distance and mess up front. Yeah. I have definitely said that about yeah. people, and I don't feel good about it. That's cool. Tyler, you ever said that? I'm yeah. sure you said that. We said some terrible things. I don't think so. Mm. I might have keyed okay. someone's car, but I didn't say anything mean about somebody. Oh, man. We did. We keyed the shit out of that dude's car. We can't talk about that. I don't, what's the statue of a statue of limitation for key. vandalizing somebody's car? The worst part is I don't even know why we did it. What was his name, Mike? Mike. I don't say his last name. Shout out to Mike. He's, he's definitely a listener. <laughs> Tyler's still friends with him, I think. <laughs> when I was on Facebook, I was friends with him. Oh, he's God. actually a good guy. <laughs> Does he know you keep his car? No. Uh-uh. He 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 had like rich parents, so nice. he was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Let's move. Let's move on from that. <laughs> Uh, movie real estate, best place to live. There's like not a lot of options in this movie besides Cher's house. 
I did put the party house in the valley. She, didn't she pull up to Dion's house? We get a good glimpse of the outside of Dion's yeah, freaking castle. <laughs> That's true. That is true. And then you do see the inside of Paul Rudd's like dorm. <laughs> Nobody wants to live in a dorm. <laughs> Cher's house is a lot. It's a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. Yep. I'm going to say the valley because it looks like you can have a good time there and there's Christmas decorations up. True. So I'm going to say the valley. Beth, I know oh, what you're going to say because you I'm want the closet. I'm living in Cher's house. I'll, I'll just live in her bedroom. Just, I'm fine with that. I was going to say, you just want the closet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you will live yeah. in the closet. <sighs> Tyler? I'm going to Dion's house. That's a nice looking house. Great front yard. Yeah, Cher's house is too much. Try and do hard. <laughs> wasn't Cher, wasn't Dion's house like a as much of a I monstrosity? Mean, it's No, it's not a monstrosity. It's It's a super mansion but it looks nice super super mansion all right opposed to just a mansion <laughs> right right yep okay jared i mean i'll take paul rudd's room while he's you know he's at college you know i know he'll be back for spring break don't you but live in paul rudd's room currently <laughs> <laughs> so sight unseen you're just like i'll take, I'll take paul, paul rudd's room, room. <laughs> it's got to be nice yeah i mean i doubt there's a shitty room in that house Actually, you know what? I'll live in the okay. I'll live in the guest house of Cher's house, I'm not main house. It's, you're right; that's a bit too much. I'll, t- I'll live in the pool house. Yeah, they, I mean, there's got to be a pool house too. You, I would imagine. I mean, they're not savages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they walked around outside. There, he has a lot of lot of art, a lot of art pieces. A lot this of is an important, very piece. important pieces outside. The yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, um, is this movie a blatant ripoff of Emma? I've read yes and no. I don't know. I've read Emma. I can't tell if it is. It feels like they definitely take took parts of Jane Austen's Emma and made this movie. But I don't know if it's like a blatant ripoff. But I've read both sides. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Tyler, do you have any thoughts on that? It's not a blatant ripoff. It's fine to borrow a storyline, and it not even all of the pieces line up. Even if the even though some of it right. is borrowed, so it's. It's inspired. It's definitely by. borrowed. Yeah. Like they definitely or inspired. It's definitely inspired by it, but it's not. It's not a blatant ripoff. I don't think. Nah. Okay. Beth, you have any thoughts on Zero. that? Zero. Perfect. <laughs> Jarrett. <laughs> What's an Emma? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> done. Done and done. What do you wish there was more of? I literally put nothing. Like I'm solid. <laughs> solid with what what we got. Beth. I put Murray. Need a little. I'd like yeah. to get a little yes. bit more. Murray in there. He was in it. Like, while you're watching it, you see how very little he was in it. It was great when he was, but I'd like a little more. Not too much. But aren't they aren't they in it just the right amount? That's why you love those that characters? Could be. It could be. But I think we could take a little more Tyler's of him point, without it being too much. Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of story development. Yeah. Not a whole lot of character development from him. He's in it for, you know, the comic relief to give a contrast to Cher. I don't know. I don't think that I would want any more of him. But okay. Jared? I would have preferred it if Loveburger played the party instead of the Boston's. You guys are hating on the Mighty Mighty Boston's a lot. I mean, that's just the impression that I get from them. I okay. hate Waka that. Waka! <laughs> My favorite. You see how far I have to reach now for the board, too? Like, yeah, I haven't set up the new space. Anyways, okay. So you wish, Jarrett, they were Love Burger, right. even though they're not in this movie. Love Burger, and like it's also them two playing just different. They're still playing the Love Burger characters, but they're also like they're just playing two roles. Perfect, Jarrett, Tyler. I'm sorry, not Jarrett, Tyler. Yeah, I'll say more, Marie. I think he's. You might you run the risk of him 
uh, wearing out his welcome, but he's batting a thousand in this. Everything he says is gold, and every scene he is in, he's, he makes it better. So I, I definitely wish there was more of him. Okay. Beth, is this a better movie, or is Mean Girls a better movie? Uh, I'm going to say Mean Girls. Why? Um, I don't know. I feel like I like the characters more maybe i don't know that's a, i mean it's a hard question but i think i probably because i've watched mean girls so much more than i've watched this okay it sticks out more to me because i feel like they're similar yeah i mean not exact obviously but they're you know they're they're a similar kind of a similar story arc not as aggressive like mean girls is more aggressive than clueless mm-hmm. and vice versa but you know they take the outsider they try to you know mold her into what they want they have all the different clicks so i think it's yeah I think you can think of it as as two similar movies, and I don't think making mm-hmm. the the hey, what's better is is that out of left field. But okay, mm-hmm. I would agree with you. I think Mean Girls is better. I think Mean, mean Girls has better performances by the leads. Yeah, Tyler, I think what you said is right. There's better performances, but I think this is a better movie. Um, yeah, I, I think this is a better movie because of supporting char- characters, or just better movie. Yeah, probably. I mean, the cast in, in Mean Girls is great. Supporting cast, Lindsay Lohan yeah. does a good job. Um, and I think the last time I watched Mean Girls, I didn't like it as much as I did the first time or two. Whereas okay. this, I like it more than I ever have. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna go with this one. All right. Jared? I'm going to go Mean Girls. I think Mean Girls is, I know it's not as old, but I feel like it's aging better. Like it's shit. I think they're close. They're close to the same age. You Mean Girls came out in like two thousand, two thousand one. I think it was like two thousand three ish. But even I mean, even I mean, was it that far? Okay. Yeah, I think it was oh, that four. far because I was already. I mean, I was out of college by the time it, it came out. Uh, okay. But yeah, but I mean, so call it seventeen years. I, I mean, this feels less aged than Hulu's did seventeen years after that came out. If I feel like that's an appropriate, <laughs> that's appropriate. Fair enough. <laughs> I get that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I liked Mean Girls a ton when it came out, Rewatching it for the pod. When did we do that, Beth? Like a year and a half ago? Yeah. I liked it less than I did originally, um, but I think I like, I still like Mean Girls where I didn't enjoy this this time. But I don't know that any supporting characters in Mean Girls I like as much as Donald Faison and Breckenmeyer. Mm-hmm. So. I agree with that. Okay. So the best. I'm going to ask, is this the best movie of these actors? And you just say yes or no. Tyler. Alicia Silverstone. Yes. Beth. Yes. Jared. Yes, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, hey, just asking the question. Calm down. <laughs> Tyler, Stacy Dash. And why don't you name me another Stacy Dash movie? I couldn't. But man, she is a good looking lady. Fair enough. I gotta, I gotta drop that in this this podcast. She was, she was on my list back in the day. Really? That was eyes yeah. though. Yeah. Doe. Okay. <laughs> Beth. Yeah, I don't know anything else she's been in aside from Clueless, the TV show. So <laughs> this has got to be her best movie. I feel like she had to have done like CSI, like all that shit. She I had think to have she done... was on a show like that. Yeah, I feel like she has to have been. Jarrett? I'm looking her up really quickly on IMDb, but like I can't imagine what could possibly could possibly be better than this. I thought she for sure also would be on like one of the like Real Housewives of like Beverly Hills or something like that. Mm. I don't know why. I feel like she she had to have married so, a football player or something. 
Is Alicia Silverstone on one of those? No. She had something that just came out, though, not too long ago, I thought. All right. I thought she was, like, on Broadway or something. I don't know. I just know she's, you know, baby boomer, uh, her kids. Yeah. Stacey Dash uh, played Lab Tech on an episode of CSI. <laughs> Nailed there we it. Go. You are welcome. <laughs> Tyler, Donald Faison. Yes. The only thing, I, I mean, there's can't hardly wait, but then he is, if he's not Murray, he's, oh, what's his fucking Turk. name? Dirt, yeah, Turk, yeah, so. I don't know. Turk doing the uh, the Belle Biv DeVoe dance is one of my favorite moments of any uh, TV history. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, Beth. Yeah, because I don't know. Yeah, much else. I mean, he's one of those that's yeah you've seen him, seen him and everything, but I can't even like place anything aside from Scrubs and can't hardly wait. I mean, we see him every year at Comic Con. Yeah, every like year. Every single year, him and Breckenmeyer. <laughs> and I just saw him at the TCAs. What the fuck are they yeah. doing there? Uh, Robot Chicken. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, Breckenmeyer does all that stuff with Seth with uh, Seth Green. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. like anything, so, and then I think him and Donald Faison are still good friends. Nice. Mm-hmm. And to Beth's point, he's set, Donald Faison's in. I'm sure if you look it up, he's done like voiceover stuff mm-hmm. a million times. Yeah. Every, I'm not kidding, Tyler. Every single year we see him That's at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Jared. So since you brought. <laughs> Since you brought up Seth Green, would anyone but me know what I meant if I said I wish DeJour played the party instead of Boston's? No. <laughs> no. Oh, I thought Beth, not you. Come on, disappointing me. Hmm. Okay, so DeJour? the Josie. And the, Come on, don't disappoint me. In the Josie Fuck. and the Pussycats movie, which was fucking awful, <laughs> there was a boy band called DeJour, which was Seth, which was Donald Faison, Seth Green, and Breckenmeyer. <laughs> I think Donald Faison has had like 17 <laughs> different last names throughout this podcast. Yes. Faison. 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 <laughs> That's not, I'd watch that boy band. <laughs> They're in the movie for like two <laughs> minutes. It's the best part of the movie. The rest of the movie is shit. <laughs> but Seth Green and and uh, Brecken Meyer are both fairly small dudes. Yeah. And I feel like Donald Faison is not a small dude. So like it just doesn't fit. Like they're both <laughs> super tiny. Like Seth Green is tiny, tiny. Mm-hmm. Mm. How is he not in this movie, by the way? Right? Yeah. Uh, he was probably making uh, Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> or Can't Hardly Wait. Can't Hardly Wait, right? can't really wait yeah. Okay. Uh, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Tyler. Man, no. No, I'm going to say it's got to be Anchorman. Yeah, it's Anchorman for me. Okay. Beth? Um, No, this isn't the best movie he's been in because I... I like I Love You Man and Forgetting Sarah Marshall more than I like this movie. So, Jared? Paul Rudd's best movie is They Came Together, which no one but me has seen. And <laughs> I doubt anyone but me will see. I'm sorry, no, what? Is that a again? porno? It's called They Came Together. It's him and it. It's, is that a porno? It, it is not a porno. It is a like David Wayne rom-com parody with uh, Amy hmm. Poehler. Huh. Okay, I think yeah, you no. feel like you've talked I about have, this movie on the podcast before. I have before. and no one listens to me. It's on HBO. It's on HBO right That's now. True. I watched it last week. I think <laughs> Ant-Man might be my favorite movie he's been in because I thought that movie was going to be terrible and I ended up really liking it. Yeah. But Anchorman, I think, is one of his better performances. Okay, and the last one, Brittany Murphy. Tyler? No, I mean, maybe. I, eight Mile. This or Eight Mile. I think this is a better movie than Eight Mile, but Eight Mile is good. Okay. I have to take your word for it. Never seen it. Beth? What? 
Um, oh. Yeah. I'd probably say this. But yeah, Eight Miles really good too. And I mean, I like like just married, like stupid mm-hmm. movies like that. But movie quality wise, yeah, it'd be this or Eight Mile. Jared? Uh, I probably like her the best in this. I don't know if it's... Uh, fuck. What else? Was, I don't, I'm not crazy about Eight Mile either. I'll throw that out there. It's fine. But I'm trying to think... What I, oh, no, you know what? The, cra- the movie I talked about, the I'll Never Tell movie. <laughs> <laughs> She'll always be Luann. On on King of the Hill for me, so mm. I, that that's it. Tyler, why you make that face? I, I've never seen I've never seen Eight Mile. I'm I not mean, a big I'm, Eminem fan, so like nothing to draw me in to see that. It's a good, it's an interesting movie and it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he doesn't play Eminem. He doesn't play Eminem. He plays is it Cheddar Bomb? <laughs> What's his name in that movie? No, Cheddar, <laughs> Cheddar Bob is, is it Cheddar Bomb? Or is that Cheddar the Bob is his little friend? Okay. He's... Oh, I thought you said Cheddar. Bomb. Oh, I did. I, I did. That was his. <laughs> that's. I, I guess it's the sidekick's name, but that is a character's name in Eight Mile. <laughs> he plays a... B Rabbit. Rabbit. That's it. Jeez. And that I hate that song like with a passion. <laughs> Lose yourself. Yeah, it's so bad, dude. It's nuts. like. It's so I ha- good in the movie. The whole a million scene. Oh times, dude. A million times. Um, yeah, I'm just not a big Eminem fan, so I never was drawn in hmm. to see that. So, I mean, do I have to? Is that something I need to see? If you want to keep hosting this movie podcast, mm. yeah. <laughs> so before, like, before, like Fight Club. No, no. Before there will be blood. I need to put Jesus. Eight Mile up there. No, no. I mean, we're recording a pod on it next week, so if you want to be in on that, we'll just you know we can do it without you. <laughs> <laughs> Good. No, you guys do it. I would love to listen to it. All right. Whose movie is this, Tyler? This is the easiest question in the world, Tyler. Alicia Silverstone. God bless her soul. Beth, I think yep. you said it perfectly earlier because if she's in the show, like she wasn't in the show, the show failed. Yeah. It's, yeah, Alicia Silverstone for sure. Uh, no, it's uh, Miss Geist's movie. Uh. <laughs> According to IMDb. <laughs> Does anyone That's realize true. the actress's name is Twink? Really? <laughs> her first is really? name is Twink. A parent named her child Twink, and she went on to become has, she went on to become an actress. Has any has she been in anything else ever? Um, look who's talking. She was uh, Kirstie Alley's like friend or whatever. I was gonna say she's uh, one of those faces that yeah, you, I feel like I've seen and stuff. She also looks a hundred though. <laughs> <laughs> nope, 40, <Okay>. 47. <laughs> How I I'm I'm shocked that. That Alicia Silverstone has never popped up on like Riverdale or something like that as a mom. Yeah, yeah. Just what was her? Like last she just seems like someone would do that. Just spit. What was her last acting food job? Into baby's mouth. Dude, she was in a she was in a show not too long ago. I know for yeah, sure. Yeah, she was. Mismatch. Was it like that show right. she had? It was like a Hulu show or something. She oh. was in something not too long ago. I'm almost positive. You know what? Alicia- oh, she's gonna be in the new Babysitters Club that they're like rebooting again. Right. There you go. That might as well be Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> and she's going to be a mom. She's for sure got to be for a sure. mom. Oh, American Woman. That's the show you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was a Hulu or it was like a... FX or Hulu or something. Yeah. And I saw her and I was like, she looks weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you guys seen right. Blast from the Past? Yes, with Brendan Fraser. With Brendan Fraser? Yeah. Brendan Fraser. Of course. <laughs> That's a good movie. I own that movie. I forgot no. all about it. That movie's, movie's not good. It's a terribly enjoyable about? movie. It's terrible, but it's enjoyable. Uh, I'll get behind that. Yeah, Christopher Walken is amazing. Is that movie. better? Is that better than the Looney Tune movie? That Why one? are we comparing it to the Looney oh. Tune movie? 
we watched Brendan Fraser. Oh, I watched okay. this last week with Indy. <laughs> I thought that was a non sequitur. Just what putting it there. <laughs> no, what I'm offended by on Blast from the Past is it's like low budget Encino Man yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like, and nothing is better than Encino Man. Like, that might be Brendan Fraser's best movie ever. <laughs> yeah. You may be the first person to put those words together in that order. Nothing is better than Encino Man. No one has ever said those words in that order before. Tell me Encino Man's not a great movie. I'm not saying it's the best. I don't think it's a bad movie. I'm just saying there are many things better than Encino Man. (laughs) Not Brendan Fraser movies. I know. He was. What about the. uh, um, uh, School uh, Ties. Thank you. I was about to say. Mm. I was about to. I didn't know the name. I was like, what about like where he's Jewish, but everyone else is not? That was how I'm describing the movie. Dude, Matt Damon's a fucking asshole. Oh, in movie. Ben Affleck's in that movie too. He doesn't. He's not. He doesn't pop up much, but he's yeah. in it. He is. He's also in. I just watched. Don't ask why. I don't know why I was watching it, but Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. Mm. He's in that. Affleck's really? in it. What? Yeah, he's one of the basketball players wow. that the dude who turns into a vampire takes the ball from, and he has like one scene. He's like, oh, here you go, man," or something like that. And I was like, "Why the fuck is Ben Affleck in this movie?" Because Ben Affleck will for, forever be the fat dude from from Dazing Infused. Forever. That's the first thing I ever saw him in. And everything I saw him in after, I was like, oh, shit, that's the that's like the bully from Dazing Infused. <laughs> forever. Beth, you've never seen that, right? Mm-mm. And Tyler, I know, has never seen it. Nope. Jerry, you've seen I've, it. I've seen it, but to me, Ben Affleck's thing is the, the you ever see the steroids, anti-steroids thing he did? <laughs> oh, like, uh-uh. He did like a, uh, like a, Public school, like not a public, I um, like an after school special about like the dangers of steroids. Oh my God. No, I gotta check Ooh. that out. It's like Vince Vaughn will always be the other football player from Rudy. Yeah, yeah, yep. like that's what I always <laughs> think of him as not swingers, not like Rudy, random dude from Rudy. <laughs> I think it was random dude from Jurassic Park, too. <laughs> True. He's like oddly really handsome back in the day too. Yeah. You don't think of him that way. Also, I didn't realize that he tried out for Friends. I don't know why we're talking about Vince Vaughn, mm-hmm. but he tried out for Joey on Friends. Wow. Oof, that's it. And I just Did recently, I think that. I watched like a like a like an audition tape with him, and it was hot. <laughs> also, I watched the audition tape of Seth Rogen trying out for Dwight, or oh, for oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah Dwight one. from The Office. It's terrible. Wow. <laughs> If it's so bad. The the worst audition tape you'll ever see is Chris Klein for Mamma Mia. Have you seen this? No. It's the would, most would, would anybody ever think Chris Klein is killing it on anything? Oh He's no. terrible. It's the most <laughs> it is so embarrassing. I've seen it like three times. I get so embarrassed. And it's it's just so cringeworthy. I'm gonna send that, it to you guys. That literally that Although, sounds like one of those SNL parody sketches where they show people auditioning for movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although Chris bad. Klein as Dusty in Just Friends is amazing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Tyler, why, you've never seen Just Friends? Just Friends. Oh, is that with Amy Smart? And Ryan Reynolds. Amy Smart. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. But it's, it's Ryan Reynolds yeah, yeah. and, uh, yeah, Amy Smart. Never and then, yeah, he's like the the douchey friend who like was a nerd in high school and comes back and he's like an EMT who plays the guitar mm-hmm. yeah. and he just wants to fuck Amy Smart and he's just such a dirtbag. <laughs> but the random Ryan Reynolds movie I actually enjoy. All right, let's wrap this up. Tyler, Clueless, underrated, overrated, properly rated. 80% critics, 76% audience. Um, I'll say it's properly rated. 
to me, so that's like an eight out of ten. My scale that I use, like an idiot, eight out, an eight <laughs> out of ten is a really good movie. That's a, this is a really good movie to me. Okay, Beth. Yeah, I would say properly too. I mean, it's yeah, it's still pretty relevant. And like Tyler said, yeah, that's it's pretty average, decent, better than average rating. So yeah, I think it's proper. Jared, I'll say proper rating, and but should have grossed more. Based yeah. on like cultural impact. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say it's probably properly rated because it was a you know it was a significant movie back in the day. I think it probably still holds up now for people. I don't know anybody currently who's watched this. Like, if there's teenagers who would watch this, but I think if they would, it would still hold up. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, they would I think just it was watched funny. it with my 20 year old niece, and I mean she's seen it before, but yeah. we watched it together couple hours ago and mm. she was laughing i mean certain things we both like kind of looked at each other at and like sure. cringed at certain but she yeah she enjoyed it and she when i told her i was gonna watch it she's like oh yeah i like that movie i feel like it, you know it's splitting hairs but i would be more comfortable with it being like 70 to 75 than i am with it being 80 like a b but i get it it's just not for me but i get it i can understand that mm-hmm. beth can you figure out how how your niece feels about nine inch nails <laughs> you want to know what's so funny is the other day we went out to dinner or we went and got dinner and (laughs) she had on a t-shirt a metallica shirt Mm. and i looked at her and i go name me five metallica songs and she looked at her mom and she's like i knew someone was gonna do this she's like i just liked the shirt Uh, i like the tie-dye she's like i don't know like metallica songs hang on she's wearing a (laughs) tie-dye metallica shirt yeah Yeah. wow (laughs) how does that work so I, I can guarantee she probably doesn't know much about yeah. Nine Inch Nails. Has there been a lease, uh, a less like tie dye shirt wearing band than Metallica? They literally have an album <laughs> the black like album with a black fucking el- a black emblem called yeah. the Black Album. Yeah, the tie dye was in neon and Metallica was written in white, so it was like Jesus. an extra light. Was she get that at like Forever Twenty One? <laughs> she ordered it online. I would have a hard time with that too, though, and I like Metallica, but I have a hard time with with song titles. Yeah, I mean, like she, for she nailed Enter Sandman. Like she got that one, but she was yeah, done. Everybody after knows Enter Sandman. I know she was done. It's after not like she that. hit you with like, oh, I love Creeping Death. Like that's not a. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I don't think I could name like five Nine Inch Nail songs. Oh come on, yeah. one. Naming titles, yeah, I would. Yeah, know that's them the if thing. I that's, them, it's hard for me. I, obviously, closer. Hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to like I can, an animal. That's closer. I can think of. Oh yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> the I hurt myself today. That's oh, no, yeah. that's that's yeah. Johnny nope. Cash. But they that's yeah, hurt. It's, it's called hurt. Uh, I can think of the, melodies God, in okay. my head right now. So but we got I can't March think. of the Pigs. Uh, we have Wish. <laughs> yep. Uh, nope. You uh, you know Wish. Wish was like the first big song they had. No, but I'm saying I can't think. You're saying Wish. It's okay. okay so Nine Inch Nails isn't exactly like they don't put the name of the fucking song in the melody because mm-hmm. that's not like the chorus I, isn't. I do like a super. I do happy. believe the chorus of Wish. He says the word Wish a lot. <laughs> yeah, but okay, closer. He's not saying that. Yeah. He says closer too. Like hurt. You bring me closer to God. But yeah, that's at the end of the chorus. The whole chorus is uh, like. Yeah, but he's using like okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's using like a word in the court. It's not like, like hurt. I hurt myself today. But like hurt is not emphasized. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Uh, I, I have a. T- I have a. T- I'm so. No, I, bad I'm. With I'm, with, I'm with you. Just not as just happened to be one where I know more than, more than most. Yeah. 
Yeah, Metallica, I think I could do five. Mm. But anyways, okay. <laughs> Tyler, hit me with five Tupac songs. My ambitions as a writer. <laughs> I'll ride uh. Picture me rolling. Hit Just me up or hit uh, hit him up. up. I could go all day, man. California Love? Yep. Brenda's got a baby. Brenda's got a baby. Dear Mama. I get around. I get around. Mama song. <laughs> dear, yeah, dear Mama. Dear Mama. Uh, yeah, we could go for a long time. Yep. Tyler and I are deep, <laughs> deep in Tupac. <sighs> R.I.P. All right. Allegedly. All right, guys, this was fun. Allegedly, Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there needs to be like an Unsolved Mysteries episode about Tupac. <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for being on. I know we had to reschedule this three times because of me. So I appreciate you guys being, uh, you know, hanging in there, Jarrett. It's fuck. I don't know. Dude, don't twelve know. o'clock Thursday, your time. You're yawning. Thursday, you're tired. Whenever, I don't know what day it is. So, <laughs> Wednesday. Who knows what day it is anymore? Ever though. Blur's day. So everybody's safe. Awesome. I'm glad you guys could be on, uh, and we'll do it again. All right, everyone. That is the Clueless podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to Beth, Jarrett, and Tyler for being on. Uh, give us those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Give us a follow on Instagram at The Morning Geekdom, Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. And we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman. <laughs>